Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Kind of Funny Patreon Pledge Drive Month rolls on, and if you missed it, we put up two episodes from the 300 exclusives on patreon.com slash kindoffunny over the weekend on YouTube. Check them out, and if you like it, toss us $10 on patreon.com slash kindoffunny to get the other 298-plus pieces of content. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, August 10th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing, Addy O.A. Jr. Joining me is LaCroix Poppy himself, a.k.a. Tim Ma Bungin Yetis. August 10th. I'm getting a little mixed up right now when it comes to video game release dates. Mm-hmm. When is Armored Core 6? Oh, uh, like um, two and a half weeks from now? It's an August game, yeah, though, right? It's late oh, okay, August. Okay, cool. It's late August. Man, we are getting close to some stuff. Is it, is it the 25th? So like two weeks away. You know what's wild is it's like this was supposed to be the calm. This was supposed to be the oh, yeah. respite after everything big, and then Baldur's Gate comes out. And it everyone's... fucked everything up. It's it's everything wild, up. I stayed up like way too late playing it last night. It's so good. I was gonna say, Bear, how are you liking it? I didn't know you were playing Baldur's Gate three. Yeah, I started it on Steam Deck. It was after uh, the boys had played it on stream. I want to say like last thursday or maybe last friday um and i was like all right i want to take the plunge because this looks really fun and bought it played it on steam deck for a night made the character uh played a little bit of the intro was having a fun time uh it was the game that drains my steam deck battery the quickest i've ever seen in like the last like almost two years which is like insane uh so yesterday uh, I got home and I was like, you know what? I'm going to download it on the PC and get my drivers all updated. And yeah. Shit like that. Uh, Let's go and for so, a drive. Yeah. And so, yeah, I played like a good four or five hours last night just having a blast Let's getting go. lost. Looking for some druid in a goblin camp that I can't fucking find because the goblin camp is so big. And I'm just like, I just want to find this to druid. People. I found the druid because I talked to somebody outside and, they're, and they kind of gave See, a, like I, a I talked to a prisoner who was just like a dude. Yeah, that guy, yeah. I talked to him and he's like, I, he turned into a bear. Like, I don't know. Uh, so I, I got to look for him. So that's where oh. I left my journey off last night with... Uh, uh, the blonde, the white-haired elf dude who's like on Legolas. all the, the yeah Legolas, <laughs> Legolas. Uh, and then Shadowheart. Uh, the, the, the I Shadowheart's a baddie. I mean, I also but hear she's Shadowheart's also a racist, racist. <laughs> and it's Whoa. like yeah. But also that, that, that happens in RPG. This game is fucking Gary was talking to me about it last night. He was like, yeah, there was this vampire, and he started sucking my blood. But really, he was fucking me, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, so that that's the, vampire that's the white, my that's blood. the white-haired elf dude. That uh, yeah, and so like yeah. Um, I don't trust him. I don't, I don't trust, I don't I trust either it. of my crew right now, and I'm just, like, waiting for someone else to meet. Like, I kind of met Will, and Will seems Will, cool, but I haven't. Will sounds like a great guy. <laughs> dude, he, is Will? His entrance, Will? Dude, his entrance is oh, wait, sick as hell. is that W-Y-L-L? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah, I know Will. Yeah, I know so, Will. like, his he entrance. Shadowheart and Will. His, uh, a bunch of goblins are attacking a camp, uh, Tim, mm-hmm. and then he just comes out of nowhere and just fucking stabs a goblin right in the heart. You're like, fuck yeah, I fuck with this dude heavy. Well, uh, but I haven't, like, way. talked to him uh, specifically, so I need to... Once I go back to Dude. the camp and find this druid that I got to fucking save, One, I'll go hang out with him, that make va- him part that, of my party. That vampire dude, I don't trust him, but I keep no. him in my party. 
No. Like there's something about him. He has an edge to him that I like. And here's the here's the other thing is like like I went basic bitch. Like I'm an elf rogue whatever. And so like he's also the uh, same exact thing. So it's like I don't trust him. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't add anything different to you. like the combat stuff that maybe I need to shake up a little bit. So I feel he, he might need to stay at camp. It's wild how, how little I've done in that game because I think when I when we did impressions, I was at the same goblin camp that you're talking about, Bear. Bear, I'm still at that goblin camp. What? <laughs> I put in twice the amount of time and like I'm still what? at that camp. Basically, I, I got to the part where it's like, all right, now do all the stuff in the camp. And I'm like, ooh, I am I do not feel equipped for this. I'm gonna go away and just do a bunch of side stuff. So I've just been exploring and I've been meeting more people. And I met my girl Carlac. Oh, Carlac is is oh, she's mm, I needed to meet Carlac. I, I Carlac met Carlac when the my boys game. I, I met Carlac when the boys were streaming last week, and then they immediately killed her. I know, I heard that. Because they, uh, not entirely their fault, they had did something previously before meeting her that, like, preemptively pissed her off, and so they couldn't even start a relationship with her. And so then, of mm. course, that deteriorated very quickly into Mike and Roger being like, all right, let's kill her. Yeah, I've just been having a, a fun time just bullshitting around in the game, is walking around and, like, going to a place, and then a spell happening, and it turns out it's not that real place. Like, I'm in a fucking swamp all of a sudden. It's a really cool game. It's a really neat game. And also, I've been spending a lot of what would be playtime just tinkering around with my PC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yesterday, once again, I like disconnected my PC and tried to figure out how to install an SSD slot in there so I can actually fit Baldur's Gate 3 onto this thing because I just don't have enough space and I can't make enough space for it. Uh, you called Kevin at some point. <laughs> yeah, I did call. I was sending Kevin a bunch of pictures of the inside of my PC. I called him at one point point. was like, hey, what do I need to do? He said that he has the right connector uh in the studio they're just going to give me to take home and then connect the ssd and once that happens oh it's on oh it's on baby. i'm playing that thing at my desktop at watch home. out will max settings on my new rtx 3080 proud of you it's a great time to be alive it man. really is you know also why it's a great time to be mm. alive because video game news is happening it is. today's stories include sony delaying games playstation tv news and more because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about if you're watching live you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong if you don't want to watch live you can watch later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily Remember, you can use Epic Creator Code kind of funny on all Epic Store and Epic in-game purchases like Rocket League and Fortnite to help support the channel. To be a part of the show, head to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to write in with your questions, squad ups, and more. And remember, patreon.com slash kindoffunny will get you the show ad-free plus a bevy of bonus content. Housekeeping for you, a new kind of funny X-Cast is up right now and it asks the question, is Xbox, is Xbox missing out on Game of the Year. It's a conversation about Baldur's Gate 3 featuring the one and only Dustin Legary. You can catch that on youtube.com slash games. Can I get something straight there? What up? Baldur's Gate not coming to Xbox or just not coming to Xbox yet? Not coming to Xbox yet. The whole thing was that they couldn't get the game running correctly on Xbox Series S. And yeah, so it, doesn't it was have specifically a like a split, uh, split, split screen. screen multiplayer issue that the Series S uh, just doesn't is have the capability. So like Xbox is sending like their own people to like try to help out and like all this stuff. They break it down uh, greatly on this episode of XCast uh, awesome. featuring my former boss, Destin Legary, who did not recognize my voice uh, after like five minutes <laughs> and then eventually went, wait, is that Barrett? <laughs> That's very, very, very funny. So wait, so uh, it came out on PC and yeah. then it's coming to PlayStation, PlayStation next, September. and then at some point, yeah, once one they day, figure things out, next probably okay, cool. maybe twenty twenty four. Gotcha, is what they're talking about. But we'll see. Uh, episode three 
of Kinda Anime is up right now, and it's a chunky episode that celebrates the anime that we grew up with alongside a ton of special guests. That's up over on YouTube.com slash Kinda Funny. Of course, it features Barrett hosting with Snowbike Mike alongside, again, a lot of guests, including my roommate Michael Hyam, including me. Wow. And more people. Yeah, it's a three-hour episode. We haven't been around wow. for a few months, but yeah, of course, uh, I had a lot of people uh, in the back of my head of who I wanted to guess on kind of anime, but granted, we only have four episodes to work with, so I uh, concluded to do like a big guest episode, and in my head, Tim, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, 15 minutes per guest, we'll be in and out of here, less than a two-hour episode, but then everybody who came on, ha- we had great conversations with, so naturally it went uh, pretty long. So we've been gone for like three or four months, but hey, we're back with a three-hour episode. If you need all of that anime talk, and we'll be back with one more episode later this year. So So be excited. This is on uh, YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny and the Screencast podcast feed, so you can check Mm -hmm. it out in both those places. You know what else is back? KFAF oh, yeah. special holiday event and we need you for the annual KFAF Photoshop challenge. The challenge theme is movies and TV from the last three years. So post your submissions on X uh, with the hashtag KFAF holiday. I don't like calling it X. Then it doesn't don't. feel right. Don't do it. I'm just going to say Twitter. Yeah. Uh, post your submissions on Twitter with the hashtag KFAF holiday. Uh, save the date for Friday, August 11th at 1130 a.m. Right That's here. tomorrow. That's tomorrow. It's YouTube. about to be com. insane. Like, everybody, please be here and watch live tomorrow. Everyone's putting so much work into this, and it is, every time I see or hear something about it, I shake my head harder and harder. My neck hurts, bless. And as wow. a reminder, because I know all of, y'all, like Greg Miller. <laughs> all of y'all have been, you know, you're, you're a little rusty with the, the whole uh, Photoshop challenge. Just uh, tweet it out with the hashtag KFAF holiday. Uh, don't tag Andy or uh, Nick in it because uh, they're trying to avoid these images until the show proper like we used to do it back in the day because we love getting their live reactions yeah. to, you know, pretty much just everybody making fun of how old Nick is. Also tag me because I like seeing them. Somebody did a I, 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 Nick or Andy don't watch this show, and so I'm, I'm probably fine to say it. Um, I got tagged in the the bear Jesse G. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jesse G. Doing like a fun uh, yeah recreation of all of us. Really, really cool images that people are making out or making so for this thing. And so go check it out. KFAF happening tomorrow right here. And do I have this right? YouTube.com is just kind of funny games. Yes, because uh, it's the gameplay stream technically. So yeah, gotcha. I'm, I'm at least I'm pretty sure that's what they put. So we'll have a conversation about that later. <laughs> and then also Twitch.tv/slash Kind of Funny Games for the event of a lifetime. But you know, t- thank you to our Patreon producers, uh, Jedi Master Deadpool, Delaney Twining, 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 and Logan Delaney, the Delaney Bros. Today we're brought to you by Shady Rays and Liquid IV. But we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and whatever will be the Roll Report. It's time for some news. We have seven stories today. A baker's dozen. Starting with our number one, Sony has delayed several first-party PlayStation games out of the fiscal year. This is Michael Larry at PlayStation Lifestyle. Sony has a few big games planned for 2023, like Marvel Spider-Man 2 and Helldivers 2. But according to a recent financial report, it sounds like there were a few more that were planned for 2023 or early 2024, but have been delayed. As spotted by Kotaku's Ethan Gotch, uh, Sony's latest financial report has a section dedicated to the forecast for the rest of the fiscal year, which ends on March 31st, 2024. 
While decreased spending and increased sales of DLC and third-party games were listed as positives, the final bullet point lists, quote, impact of changes in the launch dates of a portion of first-party titles as a negative. The report doesn't get into specifics, meaning it could be any number of unannounced titles. It also specifies that there's more than one uh, with its use of launch dates and titles. There are a few possible culprits too, like the rumored The Last of Us Part 2 PS5 upgrade, Horizon Zero Dawn remake, or Fire Sprite's Twisted Metal, which given the success of The Last of Us, Sony might have wanted to position somewhat around the, the Peacock show. It's possible that Stellar Blade might be included in this group. Sony Interactive Entertainment is publishing the title, but it is being developed by Shift Up, a third-party studio. Stellar Blade was announced for 2023, but hasn't gotten a new trailer since September 2022. Tim? What do you think could have gotten delayed out of this fiscal year? I mean, the things they're talking about there, I think, make a lot of sense, especially because, like, the Twisted Metal game not being announced yet feels off, given that the show now is out, right? And it's been rumored for so long that someone's working on this game. Um, not even just someone, Fire Sprite specifically. Like, yeah. there's, where there's smoke, there's fire type stuff, right? Like, this feels like, inevitably, this game is going to happen. So I feel like that must be one of them uh, mm-hmm. that they're talking about. Uh, besides that, though, I feel like it is just going back to all the, the conversations we've been having of the PlayStation showcase we got a couple months ago was not the one we expected by a long shot. Uh, we have been asking the questions of what are all the first party Sony uh, developers working on? And the answers we got to that weren't necessarily the answers to the question we were actually asking it's not they answered it they did answer the the overall question but they didn't answer the like bullet point questions that were like all right well we're most interested in these guys i feel like all of this kind of tells the story when i think we're going to get to the the story uh later of like the sales of the the ps5 and are they hitting their um forecast and all of that Mm -hmm. this is just the fallout of the work from home era learning to work remote we're now seeing the the snowball effect of with the pandemic production, launching a new console production, going into just the getting everything ironed out, rolled out in a correct way. So I feel like there's going to be a point of time where things are a little bit lesser than they have been. And I feel like we might already be in that, which feels weird with the amount of games coming out right now. Yeah. But will there be this amount of games next year? I don't know. Will there be in 2025? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that for me goes back to a conversation that we had on PS Love You a few weeks ago where I talked about PlayStation's year and this PlayStation Studios having a down year, right? And also, does that matter? Because when you look at games this year, games this year are incredible. When you look at games on PlayStation this year, games on PlayStation are incredible, right? We got Final Fantasy 16 as an exclusive, right? Mm-hmm. You're getting Spider-Man 2. We, we're getting Baldur's, Baldur's Gate 3. The list goes on. But Armored Core, Mortal Kombat, third-party games that are going to, like most likely sell best on PlayStation. Yeah, and the argument that I was giving on that PS Love You is that when you look at PlayStation Studios and what we've gotten over the last, let's say, five years, where in 2020, you get Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima and Spider-Man Miles Morales, right? In 2021, you get Returnal, you get Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, right? There's this, last year, we got uh, Horizon Forbidden West and God of War Ragnarok. There's this cadence of at least two bangers, if not three to four bangers of PlayStation Studios' first-party titles that are dominating what the game of the year conversation even is this year we are getting spider-man 2 right which i think is one of those right that is a Absolutely, that's yeah. going to be such a high seller probably playstation's highest seller so far when you're talking about first party um but then outside of that we got horizon dlc we got psvr stuff right you got horizon call of the mountain but it feels like comparative to the previous years playstation studios itself feels like it's a, in a bit of a, a bit of a slow mode now 
that could be on purpose because they know they had Final Fantasy 16. Mm -hmm. They know we got all this third-party stuff. Let's get out the way and let that stuff shine. But that also could just be part of, hey, it's just a slow period, right? Video games take a while to make. You can't always be firing on all cylinders at all times when you got these developers that are in their duffy right now trying to make stuff that's going to hit 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10 quality. And maybe that could feed into to next year to the question of what has shifted from this fiscal year to next fiscal year. Yeah, I think Stellar Blade is probably in there. That's a question that I've been asking all year because that game was slated for 2023. We've heard nothing about that game since last year. It does not feel like that game is coming out by the end of this year. I, I would even be surprised to see it come out in the first three months of next year, right? And so if that game ends up a later 2024 title, I think that makes sense. Uh, the other rumored stuff here I think is really interesting. I'm surprised we haven't already gotten a Last of Part 2 port. Yeah. Or like, yeah, like a, a director's cut or even like a bundle of Part 1 plus Part 2. That feels like such a, hey, we're far enough into the PS5 life cycle now. It's been quite a few years since Last of Us Part 2. Let's put this thing out. I could see that being a 2024 thing. I could Absolutely. see that being maybe slated for early next year and then moving out of it. Uh -huh. to, uh, to the point of what the story is yeah no i think that makes a lot of sense last of us is uh whether you like it or not the type of ip that will be re-released a bazillion times and it will sell extremely well each and every time it does that and probably hit a new audience every time it does because yeah. it has that type of reach especially now with the show and all of that so i i see that happening but i also just look at playstation of is this a slow year slow is weird i think that relative to everything else yes it is but i also to your point feel like it is by design and when you look at what playstation has released and the the way that they've used their announcement slates whether it's a state of play or a, a playstation showcase compared to the releases of their games like their partnership with square getting the exclusivity on final fantasy 16 and final fantasy 7 rebirth coming uh yeah very soon you imagine right i feel like that uh gives them the juice that is equal to a playstation studios title so that when we sit and think about like oh has playstation studios been delivering the answer is yes we don't even for a second hesitate right even though they haven't been delivering as much in the last 12 months whatever yeah but th even last, that sounds ridiculous to say the like, last big delivery from playstation studios would have been god of war ragnarok i would say yeah right and like that's a really big delivery. i mean that, that, yeah <laughs> and like I, they, I think they had the leeway to go all right we put out a game of the year contender last year we put all kind of funniest game of the year last year and now hey let's focus on vr too and like getting that out there and let's you're right there was the vr year. this year yeah. which you know that like, we don't look at it as like a big thing but for playstation that's a lot of manpower that's mm -hmm. a lot of work and attention marketing that goes into everything. marketing and it hey, goes did into it, did it work that. no it didn't <laughs> like we can see that it's like that's it but that's the thing is like it's not like they weren't doing anything that's what they were doing yeah and, to a lot of us, we might not have liked that. Having said that, it doesn't matter because God of War Ragnarok's not even a year old. Yeah. <laughs> like, not and even one year, And man. Final Fantasy 16 did just come out in June. Right? Yes. And so there is a, there's a level of exclusive. There's a level of, um, there's a level of attention being given to PlayStation on the exclusive side that makes it feel like, yeah, we're, we're still going. Like, and things then, are still consistent on PlayStation. On top of that, not only was I, I bringing up, we have the third parties that are going to sell better on PlayStation, I imagine, with Mortal Kombat, Armored Core, and et cetera, et cetera, for the rest of this year, Call of Duty and all those, right? We can even look at what's happened thus far this year when mm -hmm. it comes to third-party games. Street Fighter, um, Diablo, um, Resident, Resident Evil, Evil 4, Dead Space. Yeah. Did any of those games sell better on Xbox than PlayStation? That's a good question. I doubt it. Yeah. Right? I feel that. I, yeah. So yeah. I just feel like, you know, PlayStation, they got the stuff when it comes to the numbers and all that. 
But then we, we turn our eyes to 2024. I mean, we got Spider-Man, which we can't undersell, right? But I think we all get yeah. that. We know what that's going to do. It's going to be absolutely gargantuan. Yeah, and like, honestly, if you remove anything else coming to PlayStation and just roll with Spider-Man 2 is carrying the PlayStation. And also, we should sh shout out Helldivers 2, which is a PlayStation Studios published thing. Um, but like, you look at Spider-Man 2, that's going to carry that that weight of like even putting out maybe a couple of PlayStation first party titles. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man 2 will sell a lot. It's going to sell more than God of War. It's going to sell more than Horizon. Spider-Man 2 can be the the flag planted in 2024 for PlayStation and financially in terms of numbers, they'll be fine with it. Like oh, that yeah. is going to move it for them. And then they need to look at the future because like you said game development is bigger and longer and more expensive than ever. Mm -hmm. So when you're PlayStation who are putting out the games that take the most resources to be able to put out to have the highest expectations of them you got to get them right yeah so this isn't surprising it's sad like obviously i'd like to know what we're getting next year or and, and beyond but yeah. um we will also be getting a lot of these multiplayer games when they actually hit i don't know we just did our games cast predicting everything we know about uh 2024 so far and will any of the games from 2023 get delayed and one of the ones we brought up was Helldivers 2, mm -hmm. right? Like that feels like out of the announced games for this year, one of the most likely to actually get that that bump out of this year to next. That being a PlayStation exclusive, is it going to move the needle and all that stuff? Not in the way of a Spider-Man, yeah. but just continuing the narrative and pushing the story forward of like, if it reviews well and if it is as good as we hope that it is, just being like a fun little early 2024 game, I feel position, positions them, that game and Sony really well to just build some momentum towards whatever their next big game of 2024 is. Mm -hmm. We're going kind of long on this, but I want to ask one question. Uh -huh. What is the big game? I think it's Wolverine. Yeah. I, I think I think there's a good chance it's Wolverine because I go back to what I said on Gamescast of it's got to be something, right? I don't think we're going to go into 2024 and the biggest PlayStation game of the year being Concord or being Helldivers 2. I think if that's the case, then we're looking at all right, what do we gotta what do we gotta recontextualize here for what PlayStation needs to be? Because I don't think that's big that, that's big enough for PlayStation. I think if you have Wolverine as your highlight and then you have every other gap filled in by Helldivers 2 and Concord and Stellar Blade and Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, that is a year. That, like that right there is a year for PlayStation. And that makes a lot of sense to then go, all right, in the year after that, maybe we are talking about Death Stranding 2. Maybe we are talking about the next Ghost of Tsushima. Maybe we are talking about Twisted Metal and other games. Now, Death Stranding 2, I don't think we talked much about it. We, it, brought, it came up a little bit on Gamescast, but I feel like there's a chance it's 2024. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, no, like, that makes sense. Unless Death someone Stranding, has info that I don't have here. But. No, I mean, Death Stranding came out in 2019. It was, I mean, it, uh, Death Stranding 2 announced technically in 2023, right? Or 2022, it was the, the Game Awards. Yeah, no, I think there's, I think there's a, a good shot there. The only thing is the unpre unpredictability of Kojima mm -hmm. and how many things that studio seems to be working on. Because they're working on Death Stranding 2. They're also working on that thing with Xbox. Um, What's that called again? Project... Oh, I couldn't even tell you. Mushy. It's like <laughs> Project Mushy. Project Mushy. <laughs> it's the cloud thing. It's the thing that's powered by the cloud. Seems interesting. That's some scary name. Kojima's got his, pro his uh, podcast that he's doing. I'm sure he's working on season two. Yeah. He's hanging out with all the celebrities. Hanging yeah. out with Guillermo del Toro. There's that yeah. Death Stranding movie that's happening. Is yeah, there? That's true. Yeah. There oh, is. Yeah. What? what? Yeah. There's a Death Stranding movie. And I like, wonder who they'll cast. Hey, I wonder who's going to play Norman Reedus in the Overdose. Death Stranding movie. <laughs> overdose that's what it was yeah overdose not mushy damn so close <laughs> no i guess no i guess that's raining too could be a 2024 thing 
I, for some reason, I feel that in my core that it's going to happen. Because I, I know that it's, we look at Kojima and we're always like, oh, okay, sure. But like the reality is, things happen. I, I keep saying this, but I can't believe Death Stranding actually came out and was a real game. Yeah, I mean, it took, what, uh, MGS5 came out in 2015. Mm-hmm. The Andrew House sat down with Kojima in December of that year to shake hands. And then that following June at E3, Death Stranding was revealed and three years later that game came out yeah and that was the birth of kojima production yeah so you got to imagine a sequel to that game like would have less of a a runtime or the same runtime or the same runtime right and we're in 2023 right after we're four years in yeah i guess that makes a lot of sense for death Two to come out that uh, next year and so yeah put it on your put on your radar put it on the radar you know what i was thinking i know we are are going along on this do you know what i was thinking about Mm. last night is the fact that I was thinking a lot about Rockstar, right? Because coming off with all this Red Dead Redemption stuff that we've been talking about, and the fact that Red Dead Redemption came out in 2010, yeah. two years after GTA 4. Mm-hmm. You, that's crazy. Different time, man. They put it out two years after GTA 4, and then three <sighs> years later put out GTA 5. That's wild. Yeah. That's a wild cadence. I mean, remember back to the GTA tr- 3 trilogy days? <laughs> that's like, that's, that's goat behavior. <laughs> wild. And here we are now. They and then five years later, how they can make dead. so much more money from it. And they're like, no, we ain't doing that anymore. I mean, there's also the conversation of if, G- if uh, GTA 6 comes out next fall, mm-hmm. like as PlayStation, are you even putting out more than Don't. a couple of PlayStation? Don't do shit. Games? Yeah, like stay away from next fall if that's the case, if this game is coming out. Hey, that's a conversation we're going to continue having oh, yeah. into next year. Oh, yeah. For now. Let's switch gears from PlayStation and talk about PlayStation. Story number two, Uncharted Movies producer is looking to make a sequel. This is Adele Anchor's range at IGN. An Uncharted sequel could be on the cards as one of the movie's producers has expressed a desire to continue Nathan Drake's big screen adventures after the commercial success of the 2022 film. In an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, uh, producer Charles Rovin shared his aspirations to make another Uncharted movie and confirmed he is definitely looking at further adapting Naughty Dog's popular PlayStation series as a film franchise to continue the story of Nathan Drake and Victor Soli Sullivan. Quote, oh yeah, we had a very good time with that movie, Rovin said when asked whether he would like to make another Uncharted movie. Quote, the fans really liked the movie and people who didn't know anything about the game really liked the movie. So we are definitely looking at making another one of those, end quote. The Uncharted movie was met with mixed reviews from critics when it debuted in theaters last year, with IGN's own review describing it as safe but serviceable sampling, uh, yes, uh, describing it as a safe but serviceable sampling of a new globe-spanning sp- uh, adventure. However, it drew in the crowds and struck gold with $139 million global opening weekend uh, box office performance. Tim, do you want another Uncharted movie? Yeah, why not? It was fun enough. And uh, the final box office for that one was $407.1 million, which for a February 2022 movie, pretty damn impressive. Not the most blow the doors off and make a sequel now type numbers, but yeah. like it, it was a success for what they were going for on this. Uh, Greg and I were just talking about um, Gran Turismo, which our review will go up next Monday for everybody to, to check out. But one of the things we were talking about is PlayStation Productions thus far. Yeah. What they've done, our thoughts on it all. Um, and we have four release projects with Gran Turismo, um, or it's about to be released, yeah. Gran Turismo, Uncharted, uh, Last, of Last of Us, and Twisted, Twisted Metal. Metal. And I would say that Uncharted is my least favorite of the four of those things. Um, really? Well, I guess, I guess I've not talked to you about Gran Turismo. Yeah, so now easily, I'm, now I'm curious easily, about easily. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to stay tuned to the screencast to find I'm out. I'm so curious about your Gran Turismo impression. Um, but again, Uncharted, it's just, it got a lot wrong. 
mm-hmm. got a lot right. And at the end of the day, it was fine. It was a fun movie to watch. It wasn't bad by any means. Like it was as good as a lot of those type of just action adventure movies can be. Mm-hmm. Tom Holland's charming. Mark Wahlberg was there. You know, the tease we get at the end of it, though, it's like they're kind of setting up a more here's what you actually want to expect from an Uncharted yeah. for the sequel that I didn't expect to get, honestly. So with what they're talking about here, I mean, I still don't necessarily expect it's going to happen, um, but I, I would totally be down for an Uncharted 2. I, as we've been talking about Uncharted, I've been trying to recall things about that movie and I'm realizing how forgettable it was for me. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, I can, I, I'm not going to spoil anything for the Uncharted movie, even though I'm sure mostly don't care. But, like, you know, I can think about what the climax was. I remember Mark Wahlberg <laughs> being Mark Wahlberg and me not really caring. But I remember liking Tom Holland mm-hmm. and, like, him, yeah, him being a charming, a, a charming Nathan Drake. I would watch an Uncharted 2. I don't think I would be excited about an Uncharted yeah, 2 movie. Yeah, I'm there. That's, that's where I'm at with it. Totally. And, like, honestly, for PlayStation Productions, for that to be the low end of what you're working with, I think that's really good. You know yeah. the fact that we got a Last of Us show that was nominated in, in the that award show hasn't happened yet. That means haven't happened yet for Last of Us, have they? No, they no. have not. No, okay. Well, a show that's nominated for stuff, right? Like that's huge. Alongside a lot of other big hit, hit, hitters in that in the in that same genre, that's really big. The fact that you have a Gran Turismo movie that Tim apparently likes better than Uncharted, and you have Twisted Metal that people are pleasantly surprised about. I think you have a good. I mean, track. Twisted Metal is like breaking records on Peacock, which is yeah. like you know sounds silly, but it's like that's a big deal. Like it's like the most binge watched comedy series they've released. Like it's like man. In the next, the next couple of projects you have are Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. Horizon, and God of War. Yeah, and um, Days Gone, and oh, and Gravity um, Rush, also. Gravity Rush. Yeah, those are the the ones that are. Wait, there's in, a Days Gone thing happening. Mm-hmm. Days Gone movie. Why? <laughs> Gravity Rush is set as a movie too, which surprised me when I was looking at Wikipedia at least. But the thing is, they're partnering with the right people. We always give Marvel Games so much credit for uh, having their decision to Marvel Games kind of is more of like a, a team that reaches out to other teams to give them the IP to find the right people. Insomniac, yeah. you're going to do Spider-Man. Telltale, we're going to do these projects with you. Like all that, right? Crystal Dynamics, you're going to do <laughs> Avengers. Um, but I feel like Sony or with PlayStation productions it's always throws me off playstation studios and yeah. productions um they're doing a good job of reaching out to the the right teams to to work in these projects for the most part and um what we know about um ghost is so dope with the john wick the original john yeah. wick director attached like yeah that's gonna be freaking awesome so i'm hopeful man i think that they're doing a a good to great job so far and that's not every single project but i think overall i have so much more faith in them than i do what a lot of the other people are doing out there, right? I think that, I mean, we've seen the success of uh, Illumination and Mario. We don't know what's going to happen in the future for the Nintendo side, but you look at the Xbox side of things and it's like, all right, Halo wasn't good. Halo did not work. And mm-hmm. that was Halo. So what what are you going to do next? If anything, if they even care Banjo in that way, I don't know, but I will say, I don't want to spoil too much about my thoughts on Gran Turismo. Watching Gran Turismo made me be like, God, if this, if they gave Forza Horizon... A movie it could be awesome really <laughs> awesome all right damn god i i'm still shocked that there's a days gone movie in the works mm-hmm. why like what are we days doing? gone people liked it man it's critics Who? did it but like did the playstation people. like it didn't they like go no you're not making a sequel you're gonna make something else instead why are you making a movie in that case uh, because they're gonna... the same reason that they're making a gravity rush movie yeah but like i, I yeah I, you, you're right yeah but like gravity rush is inspired in a way days gone is just another zombie nope. thing 
but it's not i mean it can be but it also could be something like a sons of anarchy movie dude that could be good and, and people could love that shit there's so much mainstream appeal there i guess ride me like you rode your motorcycle or whatever she said yeah dude <laughs> thought you'd never ask Thank you. Thank you. I was going to transition to ad, but after that, I'm going to transition to story number three real quick. Twisted Metal TV series sets an impressive new audience record with Peacock debut. Uh, This is, again, Adele Anchor's range at IGN. Sony's Twisted Metal TV series uh, has earned a spot among uh, Peacock's top original series after scoring the streamer's most binged comedy premiere thus far. According to a report from Deadline, people raced to stream Peacock's new Twisted Metal TV series when it premiered on July 27th when NBC Universal, revealing the average uh, subscriber watched roughly three episodes in a single sitting, while others opted to binge watch the entire 10-episode season in one viewing. It's safe to say Peacock's video game adaptation starring Anthony Mackie as John Doe is off to a great start, with Nielsen data showing the series racked up a massive 400 million viewing minutes in the weekend following its debut on the platform, making it one of the most watched streaming originals that week. Twisted Metal also shot up the charts to become one of the top five original series launched on Peacock to date, ranking alongside other popular titles such as Bel Air, The Best Man Final Chapters, Poker Face, and Based on a True Story. There you go. What a glow up. It's, I'm, it's working, man. Shout out, out there. Shout out to Bel Air. You, you watched season two? No, I didn't even finish season one. Wow. But for the episodes I wow, watched. Wow, bless. <laughs> shout out to Bel Air. The episodes what I the watched, fuck, man? Congratulations. <laughs> the episodes I watched were really good. And the problem was I started watching it with a friend. Mm-hmm. And we were like, yo, let's keep watching Bel Air. They would never show up. I could never Got get them to Got watch it. Bel Air. Okay, okay. So I take I back gotta, my shit. I got to watch it by myself. But now it's like a year later oh man where am i gonna find the time to watch bel-air when i'm too busy watching the bear i still yeah. haven't seen twisted metal yeah yeah where are you at with the bear uh i am halfway through season two. Oh wow yeah. wow oh you yeah really no, cherish it. i'm cherish what you have left it's really yeah. good uh, yeah you're like pretty much where i'm at like we we still have like three or four episodes left what did you think of season one? Oh, excellent yeah oh, i absolutely yeah. loved it i mean Episode seven of season one, like the penultimate episode. Oh. oh, what an episode of TV, man. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was really good. Strap in. My that was like Walking Dead levels of stress. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> incredible. But you know what else is incredible? Mm. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games over on Patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can go. You can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. This episode's brought to you by Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures just like Mike likes them. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked and every purchase supports the shady rays impact program which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life from childhood cancer patients to young adults with serious health conditions exclusively for y'all listening right now shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season go to shadyrays.com and use code kind of funny for 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people Again, that's shadyrace.com. Use code kinda funny. 
This episode is brought to you by Liquid IV. Y'all know how much I love to stay hydrated and Liquid IV makes it easier and better than ever to ensure that I'm always living my best, most hydrated life. And you can too. Liquid IV, the number one powered hydration brand in America is now available in sugar-free with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone. And you can keep your daily routine exciting with three new flavors white peach green grape and lemon lime let me tell you the white peach is good it's real good we hear it kind of funny swear by this stuff one stick of liquid iv in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone real people real flavor real hydrating now sugar-free grab your liquid iv hydration multiplayer sugar-free in bulk nationwide at costco or get 20 percent off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code kind of funny at checkout that's 20 percent off anything you order when you use promo code kind of funny at liquidiv.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Tim Gettys. Yes. We're back. And you had something to say about Twisted Metal. Yeah, last thing I want to say on this is uh, I, I'm surprised that with these uh, record-breaking numbers being talked about from Peacock, we're not getting the season two green light yet. Because, mm. like, the, the biggest thing about Twisted Metal is that it ends, season one ends in a way that I'm like, I can't wait for a season two. So I'm waiting on bated breath right now. I know there's a lot of uh, complications with the strikes going on right now, so that might be oh, a yeah. reason why they can't. I don't. I don't know, but... Maybe they can't announce something new because like contracts aren't signed or whatever. I don't fucking know, but I hope there's a season two because if there is, it's going to be freaking awesome. Yeah, I imagine that's 100% like they only signed everybody on for like a season because they had no idea how it would perform. And so, yeah, they can't probably sign on to anything right now. Yeah, but I mean, whether or not they, that's the thing is I just don't understand like the, they can still announce it, be like, yeah, season two is happening and then. We can cast you know, the people. <laughs> yeah, they're assholes. But, you know, anyways, I'm hopeful for a season two, which is crazy. Yeah, I, I cannot believe we're here. I cannot believe. Even as somebody who I, I believed in Twisted Metal, and I still can't believe that we're here with it. Again, good, good for you. Good on you, Twisted Metal and Anthony Mackie. For now, let's talk about story number four. Telltale acquires Flavorworks to boost narrative gaming. This is Dean Takahashi at VentureBeat. Narrative games firm Telltale has acquired interactive video game tech company Flavorworks in a bid to expand Telltale storytelling game efforts. The acquisition aims to enhance Telltale's ability to bring cinematic stories to, a new, pl- uh, to new platforms and audiences. One of Flavorworks' backers was Hero Capital in the United Kingdom. Flavorworks, known for its mobile-first approach, specialized in technology for cinematic interactive stories. 
Its flagship product, Touch Video, lets you engage with mobile devices in unique ways, like sliding a finger across the, screens, <laughs> across the screen to stroke a character's cheek. It enabled highly responsive interaction with video, unlocking immersive gameplay experiences on touchscreens, smart TVs, PCs, and consoles. Flavorworks games include Erica, Hush Crane, and Cuttlefish. Telltale, which is, which is under <laughs> Cuttlefish, uh, which is under new ownership from a group led by CEO Jamie Audley, just launched his first episode for a narrative game based on the experience. What did you? What was the first thing you thought of when you heard of Cuttlefish? Plus? Oh, no, I just thought about like a fish cuddling up. That's all I thought. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. You giggled in a weird way. Yeah. The, the cuttlefish? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It just made me laugh. It yeah. made me chuckle. Okay. Oh, you didn't think about a particular episode of a TV show? No? What are you thinking about? Oh, okay. Now I want to know what Barrett's on. <laughs> South Park. Oh. Uh, See, that's what I thought you were giggling at. No, no, no. no. no that's a good, that's no. a good poll. I like I this, though. That a minute. Um, interesting. To boost narrative gaming. Sliding a finger across the screen to stroke a character's cheek. I guess it'll do that, you know? <laughs> I that, So I did play Erica, which is funny enough. Erica was a game that was announced in, what, 2019, 2018 at a Gamescom and came out on yeah. PlayStation. And it was this FMV game that you played with your uh, DualShock touchscreen. And I remember not liking it, but also thinking, this is a really interesting thing, and I'm surprised somebody made this. <laughs> yeah, I, me and G played through this as well, and I, I'm right there with you. I'm like, oh, man, this... This could have been cool. Every once in a while, I'll play a game with G, and it's like this great moment of her realizing, oh, this is what video games can be. And every once in a while, I'll do something with her. She's like, so this is what video games are. And I'm like, god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, it can be so much more. Um, but yeah, no, I, I could see, I, I, I guess I understand parts of this, right, of why Telltale would want to look into this one. Telltale is back in a weird revived form. Mm. I didn't even realize Expanse was episodic. I could have sworn it just all came out at once forever ago. And I, after, <laughs> after reading the story, I looked it up and like episode two is just coming out. I, you know, what's funny about that plus mm-hmm. is that telltale did so much for so long and has evolved and changed and died, came back and all this stuff that it's so confusing that you just said that you thought the expanse not only was not episodic, but that it's been out forever. Yeah. When I swear to God, like last week we were talking about the expanse and someone else was like, I thought the expanse wasn't coming out for like two more years. Yeah, right? Is that it, weird? It thing could be anything. <laughs> so, yeah, Telltale uh, partnering up here with Flavorworks, right? Or acquiring fa- Flavorworks. I mean, both of them are kind of in, in a similar wheelhouse when we talk about a game like Erica and the weird ways in which you can play and interact with that game. Yeah, I guess I could see how that'd work for a Telltale thing. I'm just in a weird place now with, with Telltale where I kind of want to see this new version of Telltale put out something that brings us back to what classic Telltale is. And maybe that's unfair expectation to put on them but they have a telltale name they are putting out telltale type games and from what i'm seeing i'm i'm not hearing many people talk about the expanse like that yeah i i just don't know i i don't know i'd be very interested in the numbers of all of their games including the new ones coming out of like do they just have an audience and it's there and like it's not gonna grow or shift but like they're there and they're showing up for these games Mm -hmm. or is there some weird money laundering going on I mean, it could be a little bit of both because my thing with Telltale is that early Telltale, where we're talking about Walking Dead and we're talking about how dope that dope as fuck that first season was. What's so funny? Is the cuttlefish still or is it the, the cheek? No, it's just it. like I, I don't even want it. Like when you say Telltale, Telltale. it sounds like you're saying Telltale, which I know, I know you've yeah. heard before. I didn't want to call you out on it because, hey, we, we're talking, we're talking. 
but you said it like and I said it like a you billion said it like times, times in one sentence, and I was like, Tim, just fucking hold it in. Chat, I can see what you're in. saying, and I am trying. I literally cannot trying, say it. Guys. I cannot say it the way you want me to say it. <laughs> tell, tell tale. Yes, tell tale. Yeah, tell, I get it though. Tell, it's hard. Tale. It's hard. Tell, it's just the amount of them. <laughs> tell tale. Anyway, uh, <laughs> when they were making games back in the day, there was a there was something special about it. There was something that was there that was unique, that was fresh, that was. Oh man, look at this cool comic book art style. Look at my choices in the way that this is affect- affecting things. Look at the really good stories they're telling. Look how much they made us fall in love with the main characters of the Walking Dead series, right? And like they were able to carry that in through multiple seasons. And by the time even Walking Dead was in its final season, the tell- Telltale game, um, there were people that were still following it and that were still invested in it. The problem with Telltale is that they kept taking on deals and kept making these types of games. And the quality started dipping. Um, I think you started see, seeing their games become a bit samey. And then also their games just weren't running well. They, their games started to feel dated after five to 10 mm-hmm. years of making them. And they just weren't able to keep up the times when you would look around and see other people making similar things even better. Yeah. You and look that, at Don't Non making Life is Strange. Absolutely. Oh, this is the future of I, what this is. And, you know, even things like, um, wow, I'm so blanking on the names right now. Um, Please, Until Dawn. Yeah. Right? Like that type of stuff. It is a very similar uh, style of game, but I feel like a lot of the Walking Dead players moved on to that and were like, oh, wow, this is just a bigger budget, fancier version of that thing and or that experience or that style. But I do think that to your point of like, they just did so much so fast over such a prolonged period of time. I think it watered down the experience in every way. You can... What made those games so special was the quality of the story and the performances and the connection and also like kind of opening IP up to new perspectives. And I feel like when you do that so much, so often, so quickly, expectations get higher, but what they're actually delivering gets lower. And I feel like that's to an extent their fault, but also just the reality of things of Walking Dead was a fresh experience. Mm -hmm. You can't make a new fresh experience if you're putting out five games a year. Yeah. Like the novelty goes away and novelty adds so much to the freshness of it all. When that is combined with actual high quality storytelling, that's when you got to make a hit, right? Yeah. But you can't replicate that over and over and over. It's it's impossible. Yeah. And I think we we had it, right? We had it with that. We had it with Wolf Among Us. I know so many people loved Wolf Among Us. We had it with something like uh, Tales from the Borderlands, mm-hmm. which came out of left field and in a similar way to Twisted Metal, right? Surprised us by how good it was. You know, there there's a certain quality and a certain there's a love that I have for for Telltale, especially when I think about their their classic stuff that I think gets muddied when you have those, but then you also just have a billion other things. You have mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, you have um the Game of Thrones, you have Batman in there, right? And that's not me calling these things bad, but when you just have so much, it muddies the message of this is who we are and this is the quality we make. When that quality is now spread amongst all these these all these different other things, yeah. I'll never forget playing Game of Thrones, being so stoked because the idea of at that point when it came out, it was like peak Game of Thrones TV time of like, wow, this show is incredible. Mm -hmm. Story based narrative game from from Telltale. You get to make choices based on what they've done before. That sounded like the dream. And then I played it. I was like, man, this is very okay. It's so okay. And it being okay made it bad. Yeah. Unfortunate. But I guess we'll see where this version of Telltale takes it because and looking at the experience reviews so far, it seems like they're in that middling range. It doesn't seem like it's terrible, but it also doesn't seem like it's the greatest thing. Mm. They're sitting in that sevens range, and we'll see what other games. You know, like uh, this being—is this the fir- uh, kind of funny? Not conscious, you're wrong. Is this the first thing we've seen from them since coming back as Telltale? I know they also have announced Wolf Among Us 
the sequel and we've not gotten that yet maybe that'll be where we start getting back to have all right we not i don't think we have <laughs> we did we did get a new tales from the borderlands but that wasn't them right that was gearbox yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay that's so, what i was thinking let me know chat for now story number five bungie announces the new voice of, Z of zavala yeah i'm gonna say zavala this comes directly from a blog post on their website that's titled thank you commander the future of zavala's journey earlier this year we lost lance reddick the English language voice actor for Commander Zavala. The passion and professionalism Lance brought to the role over the last decade was unmistakable and loved by all. Lance's iconic voice led us through the most intense moments in Destiny's history and his impact on our guardians, our community, and Bungie as a whole will never be forgotten. Commander Zavala has been central to the story we have been telling since the original Destiny, and we have plans to continue his journey. Keith David, a prolific actor on stage and in television, film, and games, will assume the English-language voice of Zavala in the final shape and beyond. Separately, Lance's existing lines in-game will remain untouched for the upcoming release. On becoming the new Vanguard leader, Keith said, quote, I am honored to continue the, the great work of Lance Reddick as Zavala. Lance captured the character's sense of integrity so wonderfully. It is my intention to continue that work, end quote. Very, very cool. And yeah, I mean, like, again, this is uh, such a terrible situation uh, with of the passing course. of Lance, but uh, I think that they're handling it very well and very respectfully. Uh, and Keith David is a badass. So I yeah. feel like that's, you know, to, if there's anybody that's going to uh, take that on, I feel like he's the voice of Spawn. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty damn cool. I think if you're, go if you're going to go in and, and replace somebody who's legendary, right, in the, under these circumstances, you got to do it with somebody else who is legendary. And I think Keith David for sure is that, and that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, to your point, this is such a one of those very difficult scenarios. And I think the conversations happen at the studio of, all right, what do we do with this character? Do we stop the, or do we discontinue the feature of this character? Do we replace the character? Like, what is the right way to treat it? And I don't think there's ever a really right answer, right? Like, I think that changes context to context and in this one right where commander zavala has had such a history with destiny 2 and destiny in general you know i think there is that thing of no we want to keep this character around because they're important to the player and we want to further the story of this character and what they mean in the universe and, the, and so yeah to bring in keith david i think that's an amazing pick and yeah like i think they're they're uh, doing right by their audience and so good on you bungie for now we got story number six ea announces fc mobile this is wesley yenpool at ign EA has announced EA, EA Sports FC Mobile, a mobile football game launching on September 26th. FC Mobile is a free up update for those who already have FIFA Mobile, so there's no need to re-download. But new players will, of course, need to download the FC Mobile app to play. Uh, Real Madrid and Brazil star Vini Jr. is the FC Mobile cover star. FC Mobile has authentic running styles, penalty kick stances, and celebrations for certain players. Vinny Jr. is a given. Uh, a mobile first in tactile game speed, a revamped shooting system, a power shot, a knock on dribble, and a hard tackle move. EA said its mobile community has over 100 million active users, which gives you an idea of just how big FIFA is on mobile. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Tim, how excited are you for FIFA Mobile? I can't wait, man. You know, it's really yeah. cool that, you know, people's phones are going to be able to download an app and play some football games. Game of the year. Game Start of the year. year. You know? Let's go. Does it, anything about this no. like, get you in? I know mobile games are, are hard, right? Where it's like, what could get you excited? And sometimes you don't know. It just is like a thing. I'm, obviously, Marvel Snap, for me, I was excited for it. It came out. It delivered. I'm playing all the time. Pokemon Go. I'm back. Yeah, he's can't back. Can't get out of it. Everybody, I just realized today, I am like, 
four Pokemon away from completing my Kanto desk decks of the original oh. 150. So I don't have Mewtwo. I, I don't have uh, Electabuzz, Jinx, or uh, Kangaskhan, or Mr. Mime. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I can get them. I think that they're all like region exclusive. So if you have any deets, please hit your boy up on that. Um, but it feels pretty damn good. Anyways, um, it's funny because like when it comes to like Ever Crisis is a big one for me. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy, like man, I I hate that that game was presented in a way. I'm like, wait a minute, you're going through the entire compilation of Final Fantasy VII story in a easily condensed like a different remake form that feels a bit more traditional turn based. That could be awesome in my pocket over time. I'll I'll play through all that shit. But they kept being really cagey and weird about the release. Like, why is this episodic? Is it episodic? Is it a gotcha game? Is it what? What is this? What's happening? And the more that we hear about it, the more that people are actually playing it. I'm like, oh man, this is my worst nightmare yeah. of a game. Like, fuck this shit. And that's for an IP and a game that I franchise, whatever you want to call Final Fantasy VII, that I love and I want to experience in this way. So I just feel it's hard to get that mobile game version of a, a thing we care about right. But if you do, it's the ultimate win. Yeah. And I think, you know, I look at FIFA or sorry, EAFC mobile. And even though it's not something that's for me, once upon a time, it would have been for me. Right. If I was in high school or if I was if I was young and I didn't have the disposable income to spend on an actual FIFA game and I had a phone, dude, I for sure I'd be playing the hell out of uh, EAFC mobile. That goes back to me being young. And like there was a, a free to play FIFA game that I think maybe only made it to, to beta. Uh, it was called like FIFA World or something. And I I played that for weeks because I just didn't I didn't own a FIFA game and like that game didn't run well enough on my on the PC that I had at the time but I still played it because it was all that I had. Yeah, I'm sure there are plenty. I mean, they're talking about 100 million active users here, right? So there are plenty of people playing it for plenty of reasons, right? But I'm sure one of those reasons are so many kids now have uh, phones, right? Have smartphones and have access to uh, games on them, right? They're playing Fortnite on these things. They're playing Call of Duty on these things, and of course that also means they're playing FIFA on these things and. They're probably making a lot of money off of Ultimate Team and all that stuff, right? That stuff is primed for mobile uh, experiences. And so I'm sure they're finding success uh, uh, with this. And uh, I'm curious to see, like, again, if EAFC mobile is any different, right? Because from what we're seeing with EFC console, seems like it's more of the same game with a few tweaks here and there. Different menus, cool. But you're getting more of the same. Good for you. Just under a different name. For now, speaking of Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. Let's round out the Roper Report with story number seven. Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis releases next month. Bless. What up? Today, I came in a little hotter than I wanted to, uh, and so I, I came in just directly side of the desk. Didn't get to look at the run of show before. I yeah. feel like I referenced the next story in every story. <laughs> no, you've done a good job. And like, That's I've been hilarious. Tempted, I've been tempted to jump off of those and be like, yeah. oh, speaking of, but, <laughs> you know, I had, I, had, I had to finish off that FIFA conversation. Uh, but this is tweeted out this morning by the Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis Twitter. Release date announced Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis will be officially released on iOS and Android on September 7th, 2023. Don't forget to pre-register now. Uh, and they drop the links in here. Tim, I was excited about this until you just mentioned that this does not seem Dude, great. It's, it's such a monkey paw situation, man. Like, so much about it. The presentation looks awesome. I played it at Summer Game Fest. Like, it's there. It's cool. Like, it, they're, they're really kind of nailing the style of what a more traditional Final Fantasy VII remake could be and look like. And again, having it on mobile, like, it's just great. You can just play it whenever the hell you want. Whenever you have a couple minutes, it's mission-based. So it is a bit more condensed of, like, you can get through this chapter and then get to the next chapter. But everything in between just seems really, really messy. And I was reading some uh, previews on IGN, and I was just like, oh, man, like, this... It sounds like there's just 
not even just enough bullshit, way too much bullshit to get in the way of what seems to be an actually high quality experience. So I'm gonna put this one down on the let's really wait and see till like final mm-hmm. reviews are out. But um, I feel like they could turn it around, but I'm getting a little uh, a little worried about this one. Well, Tim, final reviews for Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis are just so far away. Mm-hmm. If I want to know what's coming out to Mom Grab Shops today. Where did I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Out today, we got Atlas Fallen for PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. Stray for Xbox Series X and Xbox One. Stray Gods, the role-playing musical for PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Tales and Tactics uh, for PC. Not Tales and Tactics. Tales and Tactics for PC. Uh, Lifeless Moon for PC. We got a bunch of new dates for you. The Muckingham Files, a free update for Power Wash Simulator, is coming on August 31st. Enchanted Portals launches September 6th on Xbox Series X, PS5, Switch, and PC. I'm going to pause there. Tim, do you know anything about Enchanted Portals? I don't. Barrett, can you look up a trailer for Enchanted Portals? Because both you and Tim need to see this. Ooh. Flashback 2 launches November 16th on Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PS4, PS5, Switch, and PC. Let's Build a Zoo Aquarium Odyssey is swimming to PC and consoles, consoles on August 17th. Management Tycoon Puzzler Train Valley 2 launches on Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One this uh, October 17th. Right oh, now, what? Barrett is showing footage of Enchanted Portals. <laughs> oh my god, wait. I laughed out loud so fucking hard seeing this, man. Dude, we uh, this is cup- we cup- talked about this on Games Daily years ago, where it's like just a straight-up Cuphead ripoff, but instead of being done in the style of like... I don't know, what is that, 1930s animation? Yeah, 1920s, yeah. Yeah, it's like um, more of the... Maybe this is leaning more into 40s and 50s. Yeah, like the, like Felix the Cat, like like the, the real not great looking <laughs> 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 type stuff. Hey, I'm kind of into it, though. I, I, is there reviews out for this thing? Enchanted good Portals. Question. I mean, you might check your inbox. You could have a code. But yeah, I mean, this looks... I mean, it doesn't look as good as Cuphead, but it looks interesting. I This would be something I'd be down to give a try to. Because it looks fun. Yeah, I'm not seeing any uh, reviews yet. Uh, more new dates for you. THQ Nordic Digital Showcase airs August 11th. And then Gravity Oddity, the gravity's bending space action roguelite from uh, developer Invincible Cat comes out September 13th across Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and Steam. When is that? that comes out September 6th. Oh, so you probably wouldn't have a code, but maybe soon. Maybe hmm. soon. We got one deal of the day for you. Uh, this comes from Wario64. A Wiglet Pokey Plush, 10.25 inches, is available at Pokemon Center. No. It's $24.99. Tim, are you interested in this 10.25 inches of Wiglet? I hate I hate that Wario 64 added the 10.25 <laughs> inches to this. It didn't need it's, it. It's relevant we information. It. We can look at this and we understand the joke. We don't need to go the extra inch. You know what I'm talking about? I don't understand, no. No? No. No? Well. I don't think that's just relevant information. Like, you just want to know if it can fit in your apartment. It, yes, of and course. You want to know if it course. can fit in your, in your home. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I could fit 10.25 inches. I think this will fit in my home. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> now it's time for <sighs> kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Where you write in, let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong. So we're incorrect. This is the second day in, the ro- in a row. I know. Where I've referenced this sort of thing. Yeah. And by this, this sort, of, sort th- of thing. <laughs> 
Let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong. Correct for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Thing. Let's see. Charles Jacobson says The Wolf Among Us 2 was delayed a year back in March. Um. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I mean, somebody says, nah, bless you, wrong for that. But that just came in a second ago. I don't know what they're referencing, but. Yo, I'm be honest. I'm looking at Uncharted Portals footage and like. Enchanted. Oh, Enchanted. What did I say? Uncharted. Uncharted <laughs> Portals. Yeah. It looks pretty fucking good. <laughs> like, there's a lot more variation than I expected in, in like. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised, I'm right? surprised by some of these scenes. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, cool. All right, Look out for Enchanted Portals. You can also look out for tomorrow's host for kind of funny games. Oh, I wonder who be. they could be. It's Tim and me. Wow. <laughs> and we're back at so it like creative. a bad habit. But you're going to be in this chair. I'm going to be in this chair. I am. Can't wait. It'll be a fun time. You keeping it warm for me? I'm keeping it so warm. If you're watching this live after the KFGD post show, Joey Noel is going to be playing some Dave the Diver right here on YouTube.com. Kind of funny games and twitch.tv. So look out for that. Until then, though, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Until next time, Game Daily. Hey, Mike, how's it going? Hi, Bless. I'm so good. I'm happy to be next to Tim. I'm are, happy to be next to you. What are your thoughts on this um, Wiglet Pokey plush? You like, you like the... That's a must-buy, Tim. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> must you get buy. one and put it on Nick's desk. I feel like you oh, would appreciate that'd it. Be a really I don't know why I said desk that way. That would no, be that's, so I'm good. He'd be so pissed. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. Yeah. Sure, Nick Woo! would love a 10-inch toy on his desk. Hey, Tim, don't, don't, don't forget about that point two five. all right? Sorry, cat is short, right. all right? Mm -hmm. God. Yo, what the heck is going on, Kind of Funny Best Friends? Welcome back to another Kind of Funny Games daily post-show super chat section with me, Snowbike Mike, and your two incredible games daily show hosts. It is Thursday, Tim, and we're one day away from Friday. KFAF, a holiday special you don't want to miss. It's going to be a good one, Bless. It is. I just watched some raw footage. Yeah. Uncut. Unedited? Unedited in the back. <laughs> Let me tell you what. I, mean, I heard you Me and Mike laughing. are on the same way. Whoa. We're going places tomorrow. You don't want to miss out. But, of course, we're here right now. Let's talk about the present. The Kind of Funny Games Daily Super Chat Post Show with me and your two incredible show hosts. This is when I need you to come in and get involved. If you're watching over on YouTube, please use that Super Chat feature. Write in with your questions, comments, concerns. If you want to dive into today's news stories a little bit deeper. Or if you want to bring up a random topic of discussion. Like what Pokemon plushie do you really want? in your room tim please write in with that super chats and of course if you're watching over on twitch you can use the new hype chat feature just like super chats or you can resubscribe at the tier one through three level to write in just like mr anderson 56 resubscribed with prime game for 62 months thank you zaxon galaxon Ooh. love that name thank you for the resub at the tier one level for 20 months stream started to melt as soon as i went to send my sub well, guess what? We're back now. Blessing, I don't know if you saw, but it looks like you got glitched into the Matrix. Yeah. A lot of I people know. on Twitter was, right now tweeting about I it. I saw people oh, on Twitter. Oh, no. You I saw people on snapped on out chat. of the world. Yeah, I imagine we, we, yeah, for whatever reason, every, you know, now it's really frequent. This computer's Ethernet port just likes to mm -hmm. fizzle out. And then I click, hey, Ethernet port, wake up. And then it's like, oh, shit, you're right. Sorry, man. I this, fell asleep. This is what I'm going to need from Twitter. 
if you please stop tagging me in anime games with women with big breasts. Did you? I almost tagged you in Are Jeff you sure? Grubb's There's tweet so yesterday. Many. Did you see that? Wait, what did you say, Barrett? I almost tagged you in Jeff Grubb's tweet yesterday. Did you see? No, that? I didn't see uh, Jeff's tweet. People keep tagging me in things, being like, "This looks like a blessing game." And I'm like, Jeff "Stop, Grubb. that's please my stop. guy." <laughs> Shout out. Let's uh, let's jump into today's super chats. Of course, Say Chalet writes in and says, yeah. "New Jollibee opening in Virginia. Is it any good, Tim?" Yeah, I, I feel like you need to uh, be be aware that it's different. Probably it's different. Yeah, it's but not no. KFC. Right? Oh, like, absolutely. Let, let's make sure you set the tone, right? Like this isn't probably what you're used to here. A little different flair to it. Yeah, I mean, it's dude. Their spicy chicken sandwich is very, very good. If not inconsistent, but very, very good. Blessing, you've been to Jolly Bee before. What I love Jolly Bee. Yeah, the chicken sandwich there, I think, is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite chicken sandwiches. And overall, yeah, I think I think it's a good restaurant. For sure, check it out. I'm on the opposite side. I don't like Jolly Bee. Uh, I am disappointed in the chicken tenders. I think those need to be upped. Their game needs to be elevated. And the mashed potatoes, like we talked about, a little different, right? Mm-hmm. Different culture, different spices used in that. Not the mashed potatoes and gravy that I want from a KFC Absolutely. or fried chicken yeah. place. That mac and cheese. Or that uh, mashed potato is not good. Also, spaghetti. Spaghetti is yeah. their specialty. Yeah. Spaghetti. If you want spaghetti. Also, yeah. peach go. mango pie. Mm. That's mm. fucking fire from Jollibee. Mm. Definitely get the peach mango pie. Uh, this is Jeff Grubb's tweet from yesterday, by the way. Which are you, a puzzle boy or a hentai girl? I mean, I'm definitely, those are great sales. And I, and I yeah. almost tagged you last night. I was like, you can be both. You can always be both. I am definitely more of a puzzle boy. But also, oh, you're yeah, not I a hentai girl. Okay. I am not a hentai girl. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know where this came from. And those are on the Switch. You, Blessing. It came from you and the things I, you say and the actions I, I, you do. I played 13 Sentinels once for the story. <laughs> for the story. <laughs> and when you say Greg, it like that, And Greg though. takes it and runs with it. Has cool mechs. Listen, you all would, Barry, you would fucking love 13 Sentinels. He played it for the story, Tim. Don't worry about it. Tim. I'm not worried. <laughs> I was never worried. Let's jump into the chat once again. Antigua X writes in and says... Also, I've been seeing these uh, glitching images. They're yeah. fucking great. You're snapped out of re- reality. GL on the pokey journey. That's good luck Ooh. on the pokey journey, Tim. How do you Finished write? the living decks. One of every form from every mon and pokey home this year for the special... Magmarion? What which Pokemon is that? I don't know how to say it, but Magaranon. I, I, I'm not even gonna try. Yeah, yeah. And it was Magarina? I think it's Magarina. That's not the weird lizard thing that was on fire no, in Gen 1. It's one that looks like a, if a Pokeball turned into a robot, kind of. Oh, snap. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and we gotta go back to 151. Yeah. I mean that's that's a that's we gotta a go back. <laughs> I, congratulations. That is a, a ridiculous ridiculous Magirna. Okay. okay. Magirna. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah. The gear. That I would make sense. It. That would make sense with the robot um thing. But uh ridiculous feat there. That would require hundreds and hundreds of hours. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm well on the way of my journey as well. The problem is for me now, I'm collecting the Pokemon cards, Pokemon in the, the core games, and Pokemon Go. I have many problems, you guys. Many, many, many problems. But I'm working my way through. Oh, I love that. I Mike, were you talking about Magmar? Magmar, I was. That's okay. I was that trying was to think like the hard. weird lizard that was red and yellow, essentially, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Magmar. Yeah. Remember how Pokemon only say their names? Isn't yeah. that so interesting, Barrett? It's just, I can see Barrett so clearly now through the glass. You know what I mean? I can see his facial <laughs> like, expressions. Isn't that so weird? 
Bang you say that, but then you watch Digimon, mm-hmm. and the jabroni's talking to you. They're talking to them. They're good friends. Of you. I that what a life I think that's why I couldn't do what Digimon. What a child. I don't, I don't like these little creatures talking. Who's but then friendly? when they would Digivolve, they would say their next evolution. It was the hypest yeah. fucking shit ever. And see, that's why I think it works better, because when they say their names, it comes with meaning. And like the fucking coolest meaning ever. Meaning. It's mm-hmm. so good. How, Dig- hyped, how hyped are you for the remaster of the movie? Mike, we got to do another kind of anime movie night. I, we, hey, I'm in. Let's yeah, fuck. Let's watch it watch, here. Okay. Yeah. So they're yeah Turn they're like uh, doing like a redub. I think of like the OG movie, Mike. Uh, but then they're also like remastering the original voices and stuff like that. So I I oh, think I it's this. time for the for us to watch it. Okay. If you okay. had a fun time with Summer Wars, Mike, I did. This I did. is going to be a very similar vibe. It's same director. Mike, I want to I want to give you a thinker real quick. Give me a think. Are Pokemon named after what they say? What do they say? What they're named? Pokemon named after what they say, or Pokemon say what they're named after? Mm-hmm. Pokemon say what they're named after. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Bang. So what were they saying before so they, they were weren't named? saying it before? <laughs> no, when they evolved and became something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to bring in human evolution and put it on Pokemon. But, you know, they might like snipe out of Mike mode. Yeah. <laughs> really? We're just like, I wasn't no, we're talking about the science here when they evolved into something. Like Mike went from Mike to Professor Oak. When they went from an enzyme like, oh, listen, to a when they started fucking evolving. <laughs> All right, Someone clip that out, I've never please. seen Mike just break kayfabe like that before. <laughs> Pablo writes in and says, Will or oh, has Tim fuck. watched a twenty four film? Talk to me. It's real good. I haven't yet. Really want to. Uh, Kevin and Joey saw it a couple weeks ago, uh, yeah, yeah. and it seems like they enjoyed it. Um, I, I'm a big fan of those boys. I've uh, mm. been a big fan of their YouTube channel okay. for for a decade at this point. I'm so proud of them for making a movie that's a fucking hit, being well received critically and box office wise. Uh, number two just got greenlit. So hell yeah, man. Oh really? Okay, talk to me, little Tay. <laughs> Little Tay Bless is a big deal. I fucking knew it. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me make it. Bless has been hot on the, uh, on the journalism track to find out if Little Tay is still alive. No, let's not do this. And Blessing thinks that she is. Shut the fuck up. You know, no, the, art- the articles the literally say that she's still alive. We're the talking street about the is saying that she's alive right now. The headline literally just says, I'm not dead. <laughs> well, that's not hey, a fucking hey, quote. It's a, it's a hey, DMZ exclusive. It's a DMZ exclusive. Is it, is it an interview with her? I assume it's an interview. Let's see. In a statement provided to TMZ from Tay's family, she tells him, I, I almost don't want to go into this on air. <laughs> yeah. Tay. All right. This, y'all, this is too messy. Y'all, this is not Little Tay Games Daily. All right. Not Little like, Tay Games Literally, Daily. like when this, when this news popped yesterday, in my head, the, the first thing that popped to mind was the Little Dicky episode. And I was like, they're pulling a Little Dicky. Man, that shit was crazy, bro. That was a good episode. That was oh, yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. That was a crazy episode. All right. Well, shit. He didn't want to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Lil Dicky didn't want to do it. <laughs> he wanted to tell everyone. <laughs> yeah, that I, don't, I also don't trust TMZ, so I'm just, um, I'm going to stay, stay tuned. Mr. Hawks writes in and says, Tim, you need a Mewtwo in Pokemon Go? I got you. My, guys. This is the dumbest thing about this. Lay I don't know on. why I'm doing Lay this by myself. I don't know why I'm trying to catch them all. I do know it's been in my course since I was a young child. Uh, <laughs> stop, Blitz. Stop. <laughs> stop, Blitz. That's an insane tweet. That's an insane tweet. Can I see it? Can I see it? Up. 
<laughs> yeah, restarted. <laughs> oh my! No, no, it's, no! Insane tweets. No, we're not doing that here. Oh. Um, there's a sanctity that I have yeah, that yeah. I don't understand why. I, I'm imposing weird rules on myself that aren't even consistent, but I don't want to do this the easy way out. Okay. I don't want to rely on the best friends out there that are incredible that I know would show up and trade every single Pokemon to me, and then I have yes. them all. Oh, I feel like I got to earn I need. Them. I want a story. You, you know what ask, I mean? You got to ask him this. I, I do. Yeah. I got to do it right, but, like I, but with that, by definition, you need to trade with people. So it's like I understand that, like... Like, I don't think I possibly can get some of the ones I named earlier without. Now, did Ash catch him trade for Pokemon? Yeah, it's part of the game. So you got to, yeah, you craft. No, your I get it, I get it, but like, you craft your I, I, there's something I feel wrong about. With like, I need a Mewtwo. I feel like I gotta get a goddamn Mewtwo. I can't just be trained for a Mewtwo. <laughs> I see it, bless. I see it out of the corner of my eye, bless. <laughs> Let's keep it going over here. Jamie writes the in internet says, is so good. the internet is undefeated. The internet, the internet is, undefeated, is undefeated, bro. We know that. Jamie writes in and says, have you heard of illusions? M-O-D. That's a mod that allows PS4 games to run at 60 on PS5. Bloodborne using Stop. old Hold firmware. For a second. Mike, I've been so proud of you for getting better at I just like acronyms. making that, I'm making that shit up <laughs> you, at the time. You, no, no, but I just want to let, well, you nail it every single okay. time. You you can't just spell a word out and then say, that's mod. Like, yeah, no <laughs> fucking mod. shit. M-O-D is mod. Like, that's not an acronym. That's just a word. That'd be like you being like, you know, like, God, I don't, you guys get it. <laughs> We're on one of No, I'm with Mike. It's M-O-D. It's M-O-D. It's M-O-D. M-O-D. Um, that runs, so back to it. There is a mod, Illusions mod, that allows PS4 games to run at 60 frames on PS5, Bloodborne, using old firmware. Sony should unlock the API and frame rate boost. What do you think about Appy. that? What would you say? Appy. Oh, open API. up that... Open up that app. I'm fucking lying. It's not. It's not. We should go get Appy sometimes. And we haven't gotten some. Oh, Appy. Okay, yeah. I'm always down for that. Where do you want to get an Appy? Appy type. Olive is Garden. That what we're talking about? I'm gonna see. There's no Olive Garden. Yeah, now we're though. Yeah, no. Your RIP. So we have to go to like BJ's. Oh. We have to go to like an Applebee's or Chili's. Applebee's. People hate on Applebee's, but I have. There's a nostalgia I have tied to Applebee's, and I'm totally down for it. There's an Applebee's that is further than it should be from here. But are we doing a little fucking Appy? I don't even. I haven't looked at my calendar. I don't know what I can do it, but. Happy hours. Happy hours. Happy hours. We could talk. We have Holy things to shit. talk about. We Softball? Do that. You can't get me in for happy hours. Happy hours. Happy really hours. So like, us. when I was growing up, uh, uh, every Wednesday evening after church youth group, we would go to Applebee's for the half price appetizers. And I'm saying we can get that started right here. Kind of funny. After work in the evening, half price appetizers at Applebee's. I'm sure they still have them. Little Applebee's we'll Appy night. We'll happy hour. Happy hour. This idea. I love this idea. Um, I'll talk to my PlayStation. Do they have TGI about Fridays this. around here? So here's the problem. I, I was about to bring it up. Like TGIF was a, a delicacy mm -hmm. for me and Kevin growing mm -hmm. up because it was a little pricier than these other ones we're talking about. It was a little further away, so we had to make a decision. Like it was like a 35 minute drive for us to yeah. get to. Yeah. Um. So we'd be doing that. Their like burgers had this buffalo, not buffalo, barbecue sauce. Oh. There was like the um Jack Daniel's barbecue sauce, and I feel like that was like a TGIF like specialty it blew my mind and then one day me nick and kevin were talking about it uh in the, at the old studio and we're like are we doing tgif today we started talking about this barbecue sauce we drove all the way there and it was just an empty oh. empty lot the oh building wasn't even there anymore no google really? said it was That's we got there and it wasn't AF. gone <laughs> that is hard gone dude um blessing what about this mod on ps5 
that allows you to run PS4 games at 60 frames. I mean, yeah, I think you, PlayStation... You looking into that? I mean, I'm not going to look into that. That's too much okay. work for me. But I I would love if PlayStation did the, like, performance boost from more games. You're a jabroni blast. You're a guy's dog jabroni blast. Stop it! <laughs> the, the internet is so fucking funny, dude. I can't with them today. I can't with them. Um, but Applebee's no, like, is 32 minutes away. 32? Mm-hmm. Can we get, like, a... Can you do like the image mode where you, we can actually see it in the lot? <laughs> Make sure it's you know, still. Oh, no, no, no. This, this, this one's no. still here. This one that is still, still here. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BJ's is closer. BJ's is closer. BJ's is closer. Is there a cheesecake factory here? N- cheesecake would be downtown. That's all. Okay. Although, the- <laughs> we'll talk about this. Okay. One. I think it's heartbreaking that like Sekiro got that performance boost on yes. PS5, right? You play Sekiro on PS5, that thing runs smooth at 60. Smooth. But, like Bloodborne doesn't. Yeah. Just give, just give me that for Bloodborne. What are we That's doing all with I that? want is, yeah, the, yeah. is the FPS boost. That's all I want. Torch writes in and says, for Mike and Barrett, speaking of the director of Digimon movie and Summer Wars, he directed a One Piece movie, the sixth mm. one to be exact, and it's very good. Torch, don't you put me on that One Piece journey. I'll tell you all about it. I'll okay? get to it in like 10 years. I love I it. I, I, hey, I might start dipping my toe in the movies. I'm, I feel like I'm filling out the crew now, Tim, mm-hmm. where we can, we can go a little forward, and I won't be like... Oh man, who's this person? You know what I mean? Like, mm. I feel like I got a Get solid it. enough crew now after 340 episodes that I can, like, we can start playing the games and movies now and jumping back into the thing. Are you planning to watch all of them? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's Hell no yeah, stop. dude. We're just going to go. Proud of you. We're going to go. Yeah. If I had it my way, Tim, I'd buy every single one of the books okay. and I'd start a little mini library in my Don't room. Do that. You know, I'm thinking about it. I know you're I'm thinking, thinking about it. It's on my mind all the time. Country Roll, send me the books so I don't have to buy these books because I'm, I'm tempted to buy the books. these books. We talked all about Mike's journey into the manga on the new episode of Kind of Anime yes. out now for everybody. Go check it out. Uh, Manny Bagel Boy Sanchez writes in and says, Wonton Tacos at Applebee's slaps bless. Oh, I never tried those. I was more of a boneless wings guy myself. I would get the boneless barbecue boneless wings, wings okay. uh, with... That's when I started get, getting into blue cheese real heavy. Blue yeah. cheese. I would always blue get cheese. the blue cheese. Do you? Snow Mike Mike. Do I fuck hard with the blue cheese? No, I'm a ranch guy. Yeah, I was about to like, say, no I, fucking I, way. I'm messed with blue cheese. I, I'm not like opposed to blue really? cheese. Really? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I've had enough wings in my day where they give you blue cheese. You think it's ranch. Yeah, you're, you're already right, committed. Right, right. Yeah. At that point, it's wow, like, I don't I'm care. I'm surprised. So, yeah, no, I'm messing with blue cheese. I, I'm not like... It's not first pick. It's always going to yeah. be ranch, but like blue cheese, that's fine. I just you got a slack enough. from Roger McCorney. Lil Tay is not dead, LOL. <laughs> I told him, see? Wait, these really? Were, these two. These two together. I can't it. believe it. They literally watched Dave and were like, oh, that's actually a good idea. <laughs> Let's do that. My God. That's wild. Get the next gen oh podcast fired up. Um, Let's talk about apps really quick for a minute. Of course, don't forget, if we're on the may. Super Chats. You guys can hour. Super Chat in. We can talk about that. Let's talk Appy Hour really quick. Chat, we want you to fire off your favorite apps. I want to know, Tim. I want a rule, okay? okay. We do Appy Hour. Yeah. Rule number one, mm-hmm. you can only order apps. Yeah. No, we can't be yeah, ordered. Yeah. If no, we're yeah, going, we can't well, order other let's bullshit. Let's do this. Yeah, no entrees. Okay, next rule, everybody picks an app. There's three of us, right? Okay. There'll be more, but everybody here at this table, we all pick one app. That's round one. Then we'll go to round two. Okay, so what is round one oh, apps from all of us? That sounds nuts. That yeah. sounds like a lot. Yeah, I yeah. Feel like, I feel like half the half the point for happy hours like saving money. <laughs> What's round one apps? What's your first pick on? Oh, app? oh, that's I what mean, I want to know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to know like what is everybody's first pick round one mm. of the apps? Okay. That's what we're getting at right now. Now it depends on where we are. Where this you is vote? Me, this is me being a fucking little fancy bitch, okay? okay but fancy, I'm gonna do it because if I'm being yeah. honest, when I hear apps, when I hear happy, yeah. what makes me happy? What makes you happy? Uh, we are 100 percent talking about. Um, 
Why am I blanking on the name of my favorite appetizer? Comment. Um, Tip. Article. No, article. no, 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 no. It's the um, crab rangoon. Fried calamari. Fried calamari. Ooh, fried calamari. <laughs> yeah, dude. Never had That's it. The, yeah, really. Well, fried calamari is fire, dude. Dude, it is incredible, man. Really? The fucking dipping sauce they give you. Shit is just. So now, mm. see, now you bring up the dipping sauce. Yeah. Is it just the sauce that carries it, or is it actually the fried calamari? Oh, it's the what fried if I calamari. just gave you popcorn chicken? Would it be the same? No, 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 no. You no. wouldn't be amped no. up on fried. Fried calamari, Mike, is one of those things where I feel like the less you know, the more you might actually like. The yes. more you know. I yeah. feel like you can't look at it or else you're not going to want it. Okay, okay. It's real okay. good, though. Real I'm going to go with the tried and true, the best one. Jalapeno poppers. Oh, yes. I like Big that. Fan. I like the fried. I like the mix of the cheese alongside the jalapeno. I like that pop. Mm. Hitting the spot. So, like... How many rounds are we doing? Is this the well, we're doing? I like just want to know your favorite app right now. Because Give I'm going because I'm going like a plate of boneless wings, probably. Boneless wings. Yeah. Spicy barbecue. See, now we get into the fun part. I'm going barbecue. barbecue. I'm going barbecue. Really? Yeah. A nice honey mm. barbecue. Though like I my mood changes day to day. Like I yeah. on a day I could go buffalo. On another day I could go like spicy or something. I feel like you got honey go barbecue buffalo. is my floor. I feel like buffalo is I, mean, I the like standard. honey barbecue myself, bless. Yeah. But I feel like if I'm going appies on the table, it has to be buffalo. Really? I yeah. feel like it. Yeah, yeah. The barbecue like pairs it. so well with the with either the ranch or the blue cheese. Like course, no matter what. I, I, you're dipping barbecue wings in ranch. Yeah. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, see to me, barbecue is not in blue cheese. Enough of its own thing. You're not doing blue cheese. do blue cheese. I'm doing either, dude. I'm going crazy in there. Hmm. Sounds like a wing stop type of days, right? You know Actually, I, mean? I like that. Let's go on. You know what? I want to give a, a negative shout out. Negative shout. Okay, let's talk, let's talk about what is one app you wouldn't want. So, and it, so I, I don't even. Here's the problem. I do want it. Okay. It just has never served me well. Oh. In a way, the calamari. I mean, I've had some bad calamari, but like overall, my like, oh man, this is my favorite app. Hmm. I think my app that I've ordered the most that I need to stop ordering, Shishido peppers. Like the idea of them, I'm super in. I don't know what these are. It's just like they're they're, they're like like peppers. They're like long, skinny peppers that are like like flavored in like oils, and then they give you like dope ass dipping sauces for them. Okay. And like the sauce is so good, but I feel like there's just something about it that like it doesn't hit right. It just doesn't hit right. Okay. I I can't say I've had those. I don't think I would order those. Blessing. What is one thing that you don't want on the table? That I don't want on the table. Way too many seeds. <sighs> You're right, Dylan. I honestly don't really have like a create. I don't. I'm not really against anything. Is my thing. I, I'm. I was just telling Roger out there for about kind of munchies and like I have a a wide palate. I am down to eat things. Like I am. I'm a yes and person when it comes to food. Yes. You know, I'm not that picky, and so I don't have a problem with things. I was just thinking though about like the small quesadillas. Okay. For, for appetizers, you I like lo- those. I love those. Yeah. Oh, those yeah. Are, I mean, I'm so with you. Give me some little quesadillas. I'll be open and honest. Ceviche. I don't want that. Wow. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want to be near it. I don't want it. I love it. Yep. So much. Yeah. You. 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 You're leaning towards that kind of seafood. Well, but that, that's right my problem. Is that yeah, I do like yeah. that stuff, and I understand that the ones I'm naming are not what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but uh-huh. hey, we're talking about my favorites or the least favorites in terms of the more traditional ones. One that uh, my shishito peppers for the everyday man is uh, fried uh, pickles. But like, okay. just too much fry, not enough pickle. Okay. Every single time. I almost feel like you might as well just fucking give me fry. <laughs> yeah, might as well just give me the breading. It's right. Yeah. That's exactly what that is. It's right. Uh-huh. I want, I'm going to give a shout out. And maybe this isn't a shout out, but to your point of what's something that I, I, I don't want. Something that I, I, I'm on the middle of. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mozzarella sticks. I can take them. I can leave them. Wow. If they're there, sure, I'll eat one or two. 
but I don't, I don't think I'm ever going to order mozzarella sticks. My thing, okay. I love mozzarella sticks, but I feel like half of the places you would go to for apps like this, they don't hit. They don't. My not everybody is, does mozzarella sticks well. I love mozzarella sticks, but I agree with you. Not everyone does them well, and even the places that do them well, fairly inconsistent. My bigger problem, I feel like they take up too much of my space. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. I'm here for happy hour. Yeah, I'm here know, to appies. dip. I'm here to get my fun times yeah, on, yeah. try a bunch of things. Yeah. The mozzarella sticks just take up too much of my heart, my mind, yeah. and my body. That's where yeah. I'm at with sliders as well. Where sliders, sliders aren't appetizers. Yeah, they might no, as well be. A, can be I mean, they, they can be te- appies. Technically, they they're appies, but like not. they could be an entree. Be they might as well be an entree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, if you're eating the whole plate of three, but if we get a plate of three for the three of us, everybody gets one. That's a nap. See, that's an This app-y. is a weird thing to say, but I feel like y'all are gonna feel me on it. I feel like we we buy a bunch of apps, right? And one of those apps is sliders. Mm-hmm. We all gorge ourselves as much as we want on all the different things, and then there's that last bit where you're like, oh, I'm still a little hungry, but I don't really want to order an entree. That's when you take that slider. And you're not you're, if you're indulging in one of them sliders, you have a plan. You're trying to you're trying to get you're hungry and you're trying to get full. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Whereas with apps, you're kind of just having a good time. See, if I see a slider on the table, that's my first grab. I was gonna, I was gonna say I'm you not waiting. A slider, I, I don't wait. I'm, I'm not waiting I'm for the slider, slider because a slider yeah. after a while is just not great. Oh, good call. If, I'm, if I'm having yeah. a slider toward the end of the evening, it's not good anymore. I need mm-hmm. a, I need a fresh slider. Let me be open and honest again one more time with everyone. Potato skins. This is such a good image. They're usually a miss. Mm-hmm. They're so good in concept. Yep. And they can hit, but they are like 80% usually a miss. Mm-hmm. They just aren't quite right. The po- potato skins, the loaded potatoes, whatever you want to call them, I can deal with them. Yeah. They just never hit. They never hit. <laughs> You're right. Wait, what is this, Barrett? Uh, Cameron Kennedy made that uh, image of you, but turned it into like a... I think it's pretty badass. This that could be like almost like album art. I'm trying yeah, to figure, is this a reference to a specific album art, or is this just Cameron Kennedy being a, being a dope-ass individual? Being Maybe creative? both. Because this is really cool. This is really cool. This if you really ever make cool. an album, Bless, this is the fucking yeah, album. Yeah, right? If right. I make a mix, I'm going to put out a mixtape just so I can use this as my album. <laughs> <laughs> Jake W. writes in and says, if you didn't have to worry about a backlog or all the crazy 2023 new releases, what three games would you say you're in the mood to replay right now? You know, we've been talking a lot about Grand Theft Auto, and I've been like, do I want to boot up GTA 5? And the answer is no, I don't. Like, I feel like I should hold off and wait for 6 and then just get that experience. But, like, it's been a long time since I played through that story. Um, really? 5 would be the last one I'd want to replay. Yeah. Is that weird or what? No, I don't, I don't know. That's weird. Uh, yeah, because uh, on mine, one of my top three is Grand Theft Auto uh, 3 through San Andreas. Any one of those, I'll grab. Those would be one of my top threes. Mm-hmm. Any day of the week, I'll play an old school Grand Theft Auto. I'm saying, like, Grand Theft Auto, I'm always in the mood for, especially for the classic ones. Um, I still need to go back and beat GTA San Andreas from that GTA trilogy. Great one. But I, what fucked me up is that I got a crash at one of the hardest missions, and I just put it down from there. But I was maybe a few hours away from beating that game. Like, I was at the tail end of the Los Venturas arc, and so I was about to go back to, spoilers for San Andreas, go back to Los Santos and, fin- and finish things off. Finish the day. Um... Pokemon trading card game was just released on a... Washi played last night. Yeah. Says things still fucking stupid. Dude, it's, it, it's an incredible video yeah. game. Uh, it just came out on Nintendo Switch Online. It's the Game Boy Color game. Uh, and I've been really flirting with the idea of, of replaying it because I haven't beat it since I was a little kid. Uh, but that shit, it's a, it's a full-on great RPG on the Game Boy. I mean, Fall Guys and Call of Duty Warzone. I can mm. replay those any day of the week. All day, every day. I love those games. Near Automata. I, it's been a while since I've uh, played it, right? Like, I played it a lot during that launch year, but that was 2017. I'm not, 
I don't think I've, I've touched it since then. And I adored that story so much that I'd be down to go back and, and redo it. I like that. Good ones. Mm -hmm. okay. Bully. I'm always in the mood to go bully. back to Bully. Yo, you know what I want to replay, actually? Celeste. Mm. That was such a special one. Not enough time, everybody. And that feel that feels like a that almost feels like a Mario three, where Mario three I play like all the time, mm. and it's like we should show Celeste that love too. Yeah, I feel like Celeste yeah. could get that. Mm. Mm. Well, let's round out today's post show right now with Manny Bagel Boy Sanchez writing. Where do you fall on disco fries? Those are French fries with gravy and cheese. I've never had that in my life. I feel like the moment you start adding all that stuff, it it just it it's too much for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For French fries. If I'm adding things, like I'll take some Cajun fries, right? Nice with seasoning Cajun on seasoning that. on uh -huh. there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Let's go. I'm uh -huh. down for that. But yeah, I'm with Tim. Like, once you start adding too much, it's like, well, I might as well just order poutine at this point. Can we be honest? Yes, we can. Are waffle much. fries the superior fries? No. No. Because no. waffle them. fries not, fucking no. smack. I love them, but I, I don't see, I wouldn't say they're superior. So but you're I, a shoestring guy? I, I, you're a wedge I'm guy? I'm a fry enthusiast. Honestly, a I like, I think I like fries in all shapes and forms. Curly fry? Yeah, but what is the best? Sweet Best. potato fry. Sweet I, potato fry. I mean, I think just like a, just a regular shoe string regular. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm with string. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, the traditional. Okay, but I do love them all. Okay, I like that. I a like lot that. of love for curly in chat. A lot of love for curly. Which you know is interesting. what fries that at first I hated, but they grew on me. Were the oh, have you guys been to Steak and Shake? I have not. Mm -hmm. They have like the thinnest fries on planet Earth, and I used to hate those things. But over time, like after so after Applebee's for me and my church group, eventually we transitioned to Steak and Shake because uh, they were close to each other. And yeah, like after a while of going to Steak and Shake week after week, those fri those fries ended up hitting. Mm. Like something about how they paired hitting. the milkshake, the milkshake especially, but milkshake and the and the stuff we're ordering, the burgers, good, good. Raleigh, there's your fry talk. Kind of funny, best friends. There's been. Your Kind of Funny Games Daily Super Chat post show for this lovely Thursday with Blessing Tim and myself. We are ready to kick it to the lab and go say hello to Joey on her quest to open up the world's number one sushi restaurant while also exploring the deep blue and how it changes every single time you dive in there. It's going to be very exciting. Some Dave the Diver on the way with Joey as, of course, we prepare for the KFAF takeover. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye, everyone.